1: Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Worried about letting someone else pick out the
2: perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are.
3: Intrigue surrounds the brutal murder of Rachel Del Tondo. Rachel Del Tondo stepped onto her mother's driveway and into a hail of bullets. She was getting
4: out of her car. That's whenever shots ran out. shock
3: and a mystery to neighbors on this quiet Aliquippa street.
5: This is Rachel Del Tondo. She was a beautiful young woman. She was very poised, uh, very charismatic. She had a love of children. She was a teacher, taught elementary school,
6: she was very loving and caring and just had a great heart.
7: Well, i Rachel's type of person, when she walked in the room, everybody noticed her.
8: Everybody that knew her knew she was a good person. Rachel's was my baby. For 33 years, I was blessed.
5: In the late night of Mother's Day, at the foot of her parents' driveway, she was shot at close range multiple times. I miss her walking in that door. She was our life, she was our life. In that community, you could probably find a long list of suspects.
3: The day after Rachel Del Tondo was gunned down on her mother's driveway, suspicion fell on 20-year-old Sheldon Jeter.
8: He was obsessed with her. He told me he's in love with her.
7: I'm Michael Santacola, and I represent Sheldon Jeter, a person of interest in this particular case. I think it's f- fair to say that he's a suspect, but there is a cast of characters that all could be considered suspects. I would say her fiance is a possible suspect. I'm Frank Atropa, ex-fiance of Rachel Daltondo. Tondo.
0: Why would people think you had to have been involved somehow?
9: Well, um, maybe just, you know, we had a long relationship.
8: She told me a long time ago that her ex-fiance was going to kill her. Your dad was a
0: former police officer in Aliquippa? Yeah, he was. And you're still tied to the police department?
9: Well, it's one of those communities where everyone knows everyone.
8: She was afraid of the police, deathly afraid of police. She said, they're following me, ma.
5: They're she- following me. My first fear was that she had been killed because of what
0: she knew. Do you think that anyone in the police department was involved in any way in Rachel's death?
3: You just never know. Aliqua was a small community with New York problems.
8: The puzzle pieces keep on
10: dropping surrounding a murder investigation here.
3: She started getting
5: death threats, and she told me she feared for her life.
7: Rachel went from being an honest, loving person to, like, somebody that was hiding something all the time.
6: Something was going on with her. I could tell. Please don't lie to me. I want you to tell me the truth.
5: This is probably the biggest story that this county has ever seen.
0: Of the 48 Hours podcast, know that life can be unpredictable, and the last thing you want is uncertainty on your own doorstep. Simply Safe provides 24 7 monitoring and live guard protection, prioritizing your safety around the clock. With affordable plans starting at less than a dollar a day, it's the best choice for protecting what matters most. With Simply Safe, there are no long term contracts, and installation is simple whether you do it yourself or opt for professional installation. And you can rest easy knowing SimpliSafe offers a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Take control of your security today. Get an exclusive 20% off any new SimpliSafe system when you sign up for fast protect monitoring. Just visit simplisafe.com 48 hours. Don't wait until it's too late. Protect what matters most with Simply Safe. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
4: Let's talk about my Mochi ice cream My Mochi is gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you.
0: The night Rachel Del Tondo was gunned down at the foot of her parents' driveway, There were already eight unsolved murders in the city of Aliquippa, Pennsylvania.
5: The police departments we have are populated largely by part-time officers.
0: John Paul is an investigative journalist and a CBS News consultant. He grew up near Aliquippa and has seen its decline. A small city outside of Pittsburgh Aliquippa was once home to big steel, big money, and big NFL stars who came up through the renowned high school football program. But today, the city can't even afford a fully staffed police force.
5: What you're seeing is patrolmen working not in one town. They're having to work at two, three, or four different police departments to support themselves. And when you start having services run that way, uh, you start having problems.
0: And John Paul says, Aliquippa's problems run deeper than anyone guessed." That's a nice picture. That sums it up. Lisa Del Tondo was extremely close with her 33-year-old daughter. Rachel was still living at home with Lisa and her father, Joe Del Tondo. Every night, she'd come
8: in. Every night, yeah. sit at my at bed and bed. give me a synopsis of the whole day.
0: That night, there would be no bedside report. After supper, Rachel went for ice cream with friends. And then just minutes after being dropped back home around 10.45 p.m., Rachel was shot several times at close range.
5: The information I have from law enforcement is that they do believe she knew her killer. They believe it to be a crime of passion.
0: That's probably why Rachel's former fiancé, Frank Cotropa, was one of the first people questioned by police. Frank, I'm gonna ask you directly. Did you have anything to do with the death of Rachel Del Tondo?
9: Absolutely not. I've known her since we were kids.
8: Rachel was dating a wonderful young man. Frank was engaged, but they both agreed to break up with his significant others
0: and came together. They quickly became Aliquippa's it couple. Frank, the son of a retired police officer, was building an empire in trucking, cable, and energy. So successful that a local online magazine dubbed Catropa the Wolf of Aliquippa. Rachel was a teacher with a soft heart who liked to help troubled students. And at first, were you happy with the relationship? Yes,
8: Uh huh. Frankie was generous. What drew you to her?
0: Uh, obviously, she's a
9: pretty girl. Uh, She's nice, genuine, big-hearted. She was a good girl.
0: Were you in love with Rachel? Yeah, one time I was, absolutely. They had good times and they had bad times. Jen Glovin says she and Rachel were once best friends. When they
6: were together and happy on a Tuesday, they could have been broken up and miserable by Sunday. I mean, it went back and forth a lot.
0: That went on for several years, says Jen, with Rachel wanting stability and Frank resisting.
6: She wanted to get married and and she wanted to have kids. And she's getting a little frustrated, like, when am I gonna get this ring on my finger?
0: And Jen says Rachel was not leaving her parents' house without a commitment from Frank.
6: I asked her, you know, why didn't you wanna move out? And she said, I'm Italian and usually they stay at home until they get married and I don't wanna disappoint
0: my dad. Was she pushing you to get married? Yeah, she she gave me
9: about three deadlines.
0: But it seems that Rachel wasn't acting on her own. Maybe we
8: were pushing her.
0: Like, you've been dating this kid five years. Come on.
8: It don't take five years. But it did take five years. Yeah,
9: so we went to Paris. Um, We got engaged in in Paris.
8: She was excited uh, when she called me. I don't know if it was because she was marrying him or because of the ring. It was a six-carat oval. It was beautiful.
0: Wedding plans commenced immediately, and so did a Shakespearean battle over who was running the show. You know how you get engaged and you
8: let the woman take over? Frankie didn't want to do that. He was in charge of everything. want to go to the hall, wanted to see the flowers. Wanted, I mean, if he could have saw her dress, he'd be
0: happy. There
9: was just a lot of outside interference with some of her family. Particularly
0: her mom? Yes. Lisa bought her daughter a $10,000 wedding dress and a pair of $3,000 shoes. Never got to wear them. They're brand new. Frank asked for a prenuptial agreement. And I said, you know, how do you feel about that? She's like, I'm fine
6: with it, I'll, I'll sign it. I don't want him to think that I want him just for his money.
0: But in the end, Rachel refused.
9: It wasn't Rachel, I don't believe, that didn't want to sign it. Her mother didn't want her to sign it.
0: I didn't want her to sign a prenup,
8: any prenup.
9: And that's when the wedding planning stopped and we were still together, but we weren't, I guess, engaged any, anymore, so there were, that created some friction.
0: As Jen recalls, nothing really changed.
6: They were still going out together, pretty much doing what they were doing before.
0: But according to Frank, the relationship wasn't the same.
9: I don't think some of her family wanted her to still talk to me, but she still did, and she still came around. So she started to not tell people that she was talking to me. So it was like it became common for her to like almost mislead or lie.
0: Frank says the more he pulled away, the more jealous Rachel became. Super Bowl weekend 2016, Frank was at the game with some buddies, and they weren't alone.
9: There were some girls on the trip, and, and Rachel was upset about that. And, well, because you were
0: still dating her. Yeah,
9: we were still dating. It's, you know, one of those awkward situations.
0: Not long after that weekend, Frank says Rachel became paranoid.
9: She contacted me in saying that, you know, that people were bothering her. That, you know, Who were
0: those people bothering her? What do you mean?
9: She would never really give names, but she would always just, you know, lump in the, uh, the police department.
0: It turns out that Rachel had at least one good reason to be nervous, a secret that only a few people knew. Jen, one of them. She grabbed my hand and she just said, please
6: just don't tell anybody this. You have to promise me, promise me, promise me.
1: Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. To 500, 500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500, 500.
10: If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Wondery, rocketmoney.com, slash, Wondery.
0: It had been a little over 10 months since Rachel Del Tondo and Frank Catropa called off their engagement. But the final chapter of their relationship was still being written. Was Frank actually interested in being with Rachel at that point?
6: Yeah, I think that they still were
0: on and off. They were still just doing what they were always doing. Every year, Frank throws himself a big birthday party at a bar in downtown Albuquerque. In December 2016, Rachel Del Tondo was there to help celebrate. Jen and her boyfriend, Matt Modis hadn't seen Rachel in months. Both say, They worried that she looked like she might be doing drugs. I was just like, oh, my God,
6: like, who is this person? Like, it wasn't the Rachel that I knew.
0: Rachel's parents say they never saw evidence of drug use. Nothing. But Jen confronted her friend. I just said, Rachel, I
6: said, I just feel like something's wrong. I don't know what it is, but you're doing something that's just not good. And I'm worried about you. And she got very angry at me. And she's just like, nothing's wrong with me. I'm not doing drugs. We both stood up and we were in each other's, you know, faces at that point. And um, she just kind of, you know, swung at me.
0: She swung at you? Yeah. She had hit me in the face. Jen says she was stunned and furious. When Frank ran over to see what happened, she retaliated and broke a promise, revealing that secret Rachel had begged her to keep.
6: I just broke down in tears and I said, please ask her her what she was doing in the car with some
4: kid at night.
0: And I told him. What Jen told Frank is that nearly a year earlier, on the same weekend when he was away with other women at the Super Bowl, Rachel had done something that had put her job and her relationship with Frank at risk. Jen recalls Rachel coming to her that Super Bowl weekend in tears. She was bawling, hysterically crying, you know, shaking. Jen says Rachel told her that there was an incident involving her and a 17-year-old Alaquipa High School football star named Sheldon Jeter.
7: Make sure the back's no
0: Seen here in an online sports series called The Rundown.
3: My name is Sheldon Jeter. I represent Alaquipa every time I'm on the field. I do my best to the people that support me.
0: Rachel first met Jeter years earlier, when she worked as a substitute teacher at his elementary school. The two had recently reconnected.
6: And she told me that at like 11, 12 o'clock at night, he was messaging her on Facebook and it said he needed someone to talk to. And so Rachel said, okay, I'll I'll, I'll come meet you. they were in the parking lot at Circle K and he had gotten into her car and he was on the passenger side and they were just talking and then she said that a police officer pulled up and just wanted to check on them and she said everything's fine officer we're just talking and that was it and I just said you're my best friend and I said I'm gonna ask you two two questions And I said, please don't lie to me. I said, were you doing drugs with this kid in the car? She said, no, 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 I wasn't doing anything like that. And I said, okay, I believe you. I said, the second question is, were you doing something with him sexually? Are you cheating on Frankie? She said, no.
0: Did you believe her?
6: I told her that I believed her, but like in my gut and in my heart, I knew she was lying.
0: Jen now felt Frank needed to know, but Rachel insisted the encounter was innocent. She was just trying to help a teenager in need, she told Frank, and he says he believed her. Rachel basically told Frankie that
6: myself and Matt, we um, were spreading rumors about her, saying that she's on drugs and saying that she's, you know, sleeping around with people around town. And after that night, Frankie and Rachel did not speak to us for an entire year.
0: Frank stood by Rachel, but about a year later, He would decide he needed to know more about what happened between Rachel and Sheldon Jeter.
4: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret?
0: After Frank Atropa's birthday party, it's now early 2017, he and his former fiancé, Rachel Del Tondo, were quietly spending time together again. But the wedding was still off, leaving Rachel's mother fuming over all the money lost on those $3,000 shoes. I paid for them. And the deposit on that $10,000 wedding dress. $4,500 wasn't chump change. Determined to recoup some of her losses,
7: when Rachel got engaged, Mom took over planning. A Lisa pushed
0: wedding. Rachel to go public, you and with the help of local CBS News consumer reporter Marty Griffin, my husband saw you on TV. He said, "Lisa, why don't you call Marty?" Lisa fought for a refund of the dress yes, deposit.
7: Del Tondo says the salon never delivered the dress and refused to refund her money.
0: In the end, Lisa got her money back. Was that embarrassing when they went public trying to get this dress deposit back? It
9: kind of is what it is. I mean, I I, I guess so. There's a lot of money, too, that I lost. Deposits on halls and churches. That's what they chose to do. It really didn't bother me.
0: What did eventually bother Frank was Rachel's story about what happened with 17-year-old Sheldon Jeter. So Frank went to the Aliquippa Police Department and asked Assistant Police Chief Joe Percival if there was an
3: incident report. He told me she was trying to get back with him, and he just wanted to know if it was true because he don't want to look stupid.
0: As it turns out, there was a report, and Percival had a copy on his desk. Why did you have it there?
3: Just put it in there just in case somebody came.
0: But strangely, it was written more than a year after the actual incident. Percival says that's because he heard about the encounter months after it happened, and although police found no evidence that Rachel had engaged in improper behavior, the assistant chief wanted a record of the event.
3: I asked, they did a report, they didn't do a report. So I said, get that report done.
0: But why? didn't appear that anything was illegal, right?
3: Well, I think it was just so late at night he was 17 still in school
0: reports like this are not immediately accessible to obtain one it requires a formal request so percival says he first refused to give it to frank
3: i told the chief i didn't feel comfortable giving it to him and chief told me give it to him he's like why not it's frankie him and uh, chief couch was good friends i guess
0: don couch contradicts that he says his relationship with Katropa is purely professional. He insists he told Percival that Frank could see the report, but only after proper procedure was followed. Whatever the truth, Frank read that report that day, and it didn't quite match the story that Rachel had told him.
9: I was kind of just, just shocked.
0: According to the report, it was nearly... 2 a.m. when Rachel and Sheldon were discovered in her car. Not 11 p.m. as Rachel had said, and not at the Circle K, but in this abandoned lot. You obviously come here not to be seen. Is that you fair? come here to not be
5: seen. The police said the windows were steamed, which made them believe that the the vehicle had been parked for some time and the passenger seat was
0: fully reclined. The report states that Rachel told police that Sheldon was once a student of hers, and now a friend, and they were just talking. But it also says she didn't want her fiance to know because he would get mad. And he was upset about it?
3: He was upset. When he was about
9: to leave, his eyes were watering. You know, I was more confused than anything. Angry? Um, I wouldn't say that I was angry.
0: Frank was allowed to take home that copy of the report, and a day or two later, someone used it to strike a devastating blow at Rachel Del Tondo's reputation.
8: That was the
0: most negative. Nasty. Nasty thing that could have happened to her. Someone anonymously emailed and texted the incident report to Rachel's school, the local school board, the media, and the mayor. Even Jen got it. And I just sat there and I read it and I
6: was like, oh my God, I wasn't going to text back and be like, who's this?
0: But who did send it to you? Do you know? I do not know. No, I have no idea. It's unknown whether authorities ever trace the source of the anonymous emails and text messages but you Lisa and Joe Del Tondo say they have no doubt with- who sent out the damaging information. Frank Catropa. They
3: tried to ruin my daughter and my family. He was jealous. Yeah,
9: no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't me.
0: And it's just a coincidence. Just days after you got it, it went out to everybody.
9: Yes, I never, you know, denied uh, receiving it from that day. And I also did, you know, show. Um, other folks and asked questions to the people that were close to her. Is this this true? You know, what what do you know about this?
0: So you showed it to a lot of people.
9: I did show it to people, yeah.
0: But it's just a coincidence, though, that right after you get it, it's suddenly made public.
9: Yeah, that's, I was thinking the same thing.
0: But Frank wasn't just given the report. He was handed a folder that also contained paperwork with sensitive personal information like social security and driver's license numbers. Information never shared with the public. All that was also released in the cyber blast. As you sit here, do you believe that Frank Atropa had to have at least been involved? He might not have been the one who actually- Sent
3: it out, but he gave it to somebody.
0: The day after the reports released, Rachel was suspended from her job. She couldn't sleep, she couldn't eat. She had to go to a doctor. It wasn't she even hospitalized yes. a little bit? Tell me about that. Psych ward.
8: Seriously? Psych ward three, days.
0: three days. Joe and Lisa insist their daughter did nothing wrong. She was trying to help this poor kid. Through his attorney, Michael Santacola, Sheldon Jeter says that Rachel was never his teacher. But according to him, their relationship was much more than a friendship.
7: It didn't start in the car. They had a relationship going on for quite some time.
0: Even if true, the age of consent in Pennsylvania
7: is 16. She was engaged at the time she was having a relationship with Shelton, so they'd see each other when they could.
0: But you know that Rachel's mother Mm -hmm. disputes that completely.
7: I'm I'm sure. The fact that she didn't tell her mother that she was having a relationship with a 17-year-old boy doesn't surprise me.
0: Kids don't always talk to their parents about their sex lives. You want to bet? Rachel told you everything? Rachel told me a lot. Lisa, who insists that Sheldon mistook Rachel's kindness as romantic love, says he became obsessed with her daughter. He came here one night drunk. How did you know he was drunk? Because
8: I watched him leave as I pointed a air pistol at him.
3: But he he From pounded the on a window. He was every on
0: window it. in the house. He yeah. pounded on. Through his attorney, Sheldon denies the incident, but Lisa stands by her account. She also insists that Sheldon wasn't the only man fixated on Rachel. Do you think Frank was obsessed with Rachel? Yeah. After the release of the report. Rachel was finally finished with Frank, but Lisa wasn't. Hi, Mr. Paul. My name's Lisa Del Pondo. Lisa called John Paul, who runs an online news service called The Beaver Countian, and said her daughter had damaging information about Frank Atropa and claims of corruption in the Alaquipa Police Department. Spend some time in Aliquippa, and you'll be able to write a bestseller. At some point then, did you start talking to Rachel?
5: Yeah, Rachel was reluctant at first. She started getting death threats. She feared for her life.
0: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center.
2: Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Hey Los Angeles, are you looking for unique 4th of July plans for you and your friends or family? LA's greatest rivalry returns to Rose Bowl Stadium for a July 4th edition of the El Trafico soccer matchup as the LA Galaxy return to their original home to defend their turf against LAFC. Last year, a record crowd of over 82,000 fans were on hand to witness the Galaxy victory. That's July 4th at Rose Bowl Stadium. Guaranteed fireworks both on and off the field and a celebration for all of LA. LA Galaxy versus LAFC, the Rose Bowl edition. Tickets at lagalaxy.com tickets.
0: By December 2017, Rachel Del Tondo was jobless and humiliated. She had cut all ties with her ex-fiance, Frank Catropa, and distanced herself from Sheldon Jeter. Rachel had become socially isolated. Frankie made
8: people take sides, so her friends had all, like, kind of went
0: away. Lisa, infuriated at what had been done to her daughter, decided to take things into her own hands and turned once more to the media.
8: Hi, Mr. Paul, my name's Lisa Del Pondo.
5: Her mother had called our tip line, and she wanted to tell me what she believed to be the real story of Aliquippa, and those were stories of, of crime and corruption.
0: Lisa put Rachel in touch with John Paul, and while the two never met in person, he says he spoke to Rachel several times and she claimed to have information about city officials. Rachel okay.
5: described a city that was rotten to its core.
0: A city where she said officials were being paid to turn a blind eye to illegal behavior. But John Paul says Rachel offered no proof.
5: I am not able to independently verify the things that I have heard. That's not the type of thing that I can report yet.
0: Rachel also told John Paul that she had received death threats, including a text that said she wouldn't live to see the end of 2018. And she feared she was being followed by the Aliquippa police, Rachel's aunt, Jackie Castro: I know my Rachel was afraid of them. What would she tell you? That the Alequipa police were stalking her. Jackie's theory was that Frank had something to do with it. At any point, did you... Have Rachel followed? Did you follow Rachel?
9: No. It's just ridiculous. It's just Rachel. Like she she says things and they're not exactly true. Maybe just trying to discredit me and I think there was a part of her too that was just upset that we never got married. So she kind of wanted to kind of paint me in a in a bad light at times.
0: Rachel told John Paul as well as family and friends that in late 2017 She began speaking to the Pennsylvania State Police in connection with an ongoing investigation they had into possible corruption in Aliquippa.
5: She told me that they were asking her questions about Frank and she told me that she didn't tell them a lot, but she knew she was at some point going to have to tell them more.
9: I don't know what she could possibly tell them. How could I do corruption? I'm not a city official, I'm not a government official. Um, I'm not a police officer.
5: If the things that she said proved true, they would be problematic for him. That all being said, I continue to believe that what led to her death was the choices she made in her personal life.
0: As winter turned into spring of 2018, Rachel Del Tondo was trying hard to put her fears behind her. She was spending time with Sheldon Jeter's half-brother, 31-year-old Rashawn Bolton, he gave her strength. I don't know how. And He's built them. like, you know, the Hulk.
3: And maybe that's why she felt yeah, safe with Maybe I don't know. that's but why. She felt safe with him.
0: But Rachel's mother, Lisa, says the friendship did nothing but anger an already obsessed Sheldon. And when Rachel wasn't with Rashawn, she was spending time with former student, 17 year old Lauren Watkins.
11: Rachel is family to me. But some
0: people would say you were a teenager. She was in her early thirties. What did you two have in common?
11: She helped me with everything. She took hours out of her day to help me with my college resumes. Just was the best friend anyone could have.
0: But Rachel's mother was concerned about the age difference.
8: Her therapist told her to stay away from Lauren. Yeah, the she was too young. But she said that she doesn't want to hurt. She didn't feeling. want to hurt her feelings.
0: On the evening of May 13, 2018, Mother's Day. Rachel's protector, Rashawn, was out of town, and Rachel decided to go out with Lauren.
11: We would drive around, listen to music, talk. That was like our thing.
0: While driving, Lauren says they passed Sheldon Jeter in a car full of people. Did Sheldon Jeter see you?
11: He did. He had messaged me on Facebook and was like, did I just pass you guys? And I'm like, yeah. And then he goes, well, what are you doing? And at that point, I had stopped answering.
0: Lauren says she took Rachel home to pick up a sweatshirt and then the pair headed out again, this time to Hank's for ice cream. She said, we're going to Hank's to get
8: ice cream. Little did I know those were the last words
0: from my baby, last words. On the way, they picked up 26-year-old Tyree Jeter He is yet another half-brother of Sheldon. In the hour leading up to Rachel's death, search warrant applications indicate that Sheldon was texting Tyree. The text suggests Sheldon may have been trying to track Rachel's movement. 10.07 p.m., is y'all there already? 10.15 p.m., I got left, huh? 10.19 p.m., who are you with? 10 30 p.m. Hanks closed. Sheldon knew exactly where Rachel was that night. He knew and he knew what time she
7: was going home, didn't he? Uh, I don't think that that's true. I don't think how he would know what time they're going home.
0: Sheldon's attorney argues that if anyone knew what time Rachel was going to be home, it
7: was Lauren
0: Watkins.
7: There's only one person that got her outside her house and that was Ms. Watkins. Nothing to do with Sheldon.
0: Curiously, Lauren sent a text to Rachel even though Rachel was sitting in the same car. She texted, go for a walk, I'll come pick you up after. Minutes later, Rachel was gunned down. Why are you texting someone who's sitting right behind you? So
11: it was one of those things that were like, kind of trying to get, not not necessarily rid of Ty, but like whatever her and I had planned for like in the evening, like he could just go back and it would just be our time together to like talk and gossip and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I don't want him to hear, like, I'm coming back. So I kind of just sent it to her. I don't know. like Stay, go for a walk, stay in the car. I don't know. Like, I don't know.
0: But Michael Santacola doesn't buy it. Lauren Watkins Mm -hmm. is 17 years of age. Mm -hmm. You're saying that she had something to do with Rachel Del Tondo's murder.
7: I'm saying that her story doesn't make sense. So it needs to be explained.
0: I'm going to ask you point blank because I know you want to answer this question. Did you have any idea what was about to happen to Rachel? I did not. Lauren says she dropped Rachel off and that she waited until Rachel reached the side door to her house and opened it before driving away.
11: I don't leave until anyone gets to their door, and especially her. I always check my surroundings with her. There was nothing unusual, no unusual car, no person, anywhere in sight.
0: Is there any chance that Rachel did try to come in this side?
7: I think uh, I would have heard her. I was right in that chair where I I always am.
0: Right by the door. Right by the door. The shooter either followed Rachel or was lying in wait. Less than four minutes after Lauren says she dropped Rachel off. Rachel wound up dead, not by the side door of her house, but all the way at the foot of her driveway. Rachel's parents believe an obsessed Sheldon killed her. That night, I knew it was him.
7: There's no evidence there that ties him to the crime. And if you look at the way this girl was shot, and if you look at the close range that she was shot, this was somebody who was comfortable with a gun, somebody that did not waver, did not have emotion involved in this. To us, it looks like a hit.
0: Just hours after Rachel Del Tondo was killed, police were at Sheldon Jeter's doorstep looking to question him. And a search warrant application indicates that that visit raised questions. It states that they asked Sheldon for the clothing he was wearing that night and he gave them other clothing.
7: That's not how it went down. There was a pile of clothes laying on the floor next to his bed where he was sleeping. They got up and said, are these the clothes that you were wearing? Yeah, all my clothes are right there. So they scooped it up.
0: SHELDON'S ATTORNEY INSISTS IT'S NOT HIS CLIENT'S FAULT THAT THE COPS PICKED UP THE WRONG CLOTHES. BUT THE WARRANT APPLICATION ALSO STATES SHELDON FAILED TO DISPLAY ANY EMOTION WHEN HE WAS INFORMED OF RACHEL'S DEATH.
7: THAT'S ABSOLUTELY UNTRUE. HE WAS SHOCKED. HE WAS IN SHOCK.
0: LAUREN Watkins, WHO HAS KNOWN SHELDON SINCE ELEMENTARY SCHOOL, SAYS SHE DOESN'T BELIEVE HE'S CAPABLE OF MURDER. She says she never knew Rachel and Sheldon to have any type of romantic relationship and never once heard her friend say she was afraid of him. Did Rachel ever indicate to you that Sheldon was obsessed with her or wanted to be with her? No. You had no sense of that at all? No. Sheldon wasn't the only person police initially questioned. Remember, they also turned their attention to Frank Catropa, who was dating someone new when Rachel was murdered. Steve Calafella is Frank's lawyer.
10: He was certainly a person of interest, I think, initially. We took uh, great pains to provide an alibi, answer questions, make him available um, so that he could be uh, eliminated early.
0: Did you have anything to do at all with her death? No, I... Push anyone to do it? Absolutely not,
9: absolutely not. I would never do that. I was at my apartment with my girlfriend. There's video footage of me going into the building and not leaving.
0: Authorities won't say whether they were able to verify Frank's alibi. And eyebrows were raised when Frank appeared on social media wearing a t-shirt that read, fake alibi. He says it was a joke.
9: There was no ill intent. It's, it's a shirt, it's nothing
0: serious. Have the police actually cleared you?
10: They haven't actually used the term cleared, but I've had a number of conversations with them, and he's no longer a person of interest.
0: When we asked, officials wouldn't confirm or deny whether Frank Atropa is a person of interest in Rachel's murder, or whether he, Sheldon, or anyone else has been cleared.
8: Oh, look at pictures. It's gorgeous. I wish you were here, baby.
0: A year has passed, and investigators have yet to make an arrest in Rachel's murder. Her family has begun to lose hope that they'll ever see justice. I said that night, you know, this is going to be a cold case. I could tell. One reason the Del Tondos doubt they'll ever get answers is their distrust of the Aliquippa police and the fact that the department was overseeing the investigation at its most crucial early stage.
3: If it was up to them, we knew nothing was going to happen.
5: I knew that. And we're talking about a population of roughly 9,000, give or take,
0: where there are nine unsolved
5: homicides.
0: Less than a month after the murder, the Aliquippa Police Department had three different police chiefs in one week. Chief Don Couch was placed on leave for reasons not made public. He's currently working at Lowe's. Assistant Chief Joe Percival took over briefly. Until he was arrested on charges, he shared an obscene text message with Lauren Watkins, a minor, he says, it was an accident and meant for someone else. It was the third and current chief, Robert Seelock, who decided the department should no longer handle Rachel's murder investigation. The Beaver County Detectives Bureau has since taken it over. Did in fact Rachel Del Tondo's murder shine a light where people didn't want it to be?
5: Certainly they shined a light in, in a place that was very dark, that a lot of people felt wasn't even a place worth bother looking at.
0: After Rachel's death, that investigation by state police into possible corruption in Aliquippa seems to have stepped up. A grand jury has been hearing evidence.
5: I can say, based on my reporting, that Frank Cotropa is the subject of a grand jury investigation being run by the Pennsylvania Attorney General's office.
0: Frank's attorney would not confirm whether Frank is the subject of a grand jury investigation. And it's unclear exactly what he would be investigated for. But it no longer matters much to Rachel's parents, who say nothing can give them what they really want. I mean, you need justice for your daughter. Who
8: should I call? We haven't
0: talked to anybody.
8: But the point is, she's still not here. She is not here for me to hug and kiss and love.
0: Not here. Another Mother's Day has come and gone. Rachel Del Tondo's death is the ninth unsolved murder in her hometown of Aliquippa, a city that John Paul says can no longer protect its own. I believe there were a series of events that occurred
5: before her death that that could be looked at as the dominoes that kept falling one after another that led up to her killing. And I firmly believe that if things in Alquipa aren't the way they are, that Rachel Del Tondo would still be alive.
10: On May 28, 2019, the felony charges against Joe Percival for sending an obscene text to 17-year-old Lauren Watkins were dropped. Anyone with information on Rachel Del Tondo's murder should call the Beaver County Detectives Bureau at 724-773-8569. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, The Weekly Show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.
8: So you're always on the go, now you can take the CBS Mornings with you and we want to go wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On the Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On the Go ad-free on Wondery Plus.